Wednesday morning, JM and the AM, a much-anticipated conversation about to happen here at JM and the AM. Rabbi David Heber is Kashrut's administrator at the Star K. He is the rabbi of Kahal Avas Yisrael Tzemach Tzedek down in Maryland. But his most uh, prominent and his favorite moniker is Calendaric Consultant for the Nahum Siegel Network. Rabbi David Heber, Shana Tova, happy, healthy, sweet new year. Agmar Chasima Tova to you. You too, and to your listeners, Agotiar, Agmar Chasima Tova, and I hope your Rosh Hashanah went very well. Rosh Hashanah. Right. No, I was going to say Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah was quite unusual, frankly. Very strange. Absolutely. Yeah, well, it was indeed. But Baruch Hashem, we, uh, we had several minyanim, and uh, it worked out. The other chazanim was there, different bali tefillah. It, it worked out very nice. Yeah, it really worked out very no nice. No question about it. Without the chauffeur, my uh, well, I got to be careful what I say about myself here. But it seems that it seems that some of the weekday davenings that take place in this neighborhood were longer than my chazaris shots of Musa, frankly, on the, on the first day. I'm not proud of it, but like I say, it was a very strange and unusual Rosh Hashanah. Already the fifth day of the year, we are halfway through the Aserishim Chuva Rabbi Heber, and, of course, as you know, a much-anticipated conversation when I announced that you're going to be on. Everybody, it seems, needed to know exactly when. Some people had emailed me with some tidbits that they insist I toss in to our conversation. I mean, my gosh, Rabbi Heber, it, it may be time for your own for your own show on the Nachum Siegel Network, the way you're going. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's, that's a great idea. <laughs> By the way, which, which slichas are you saying tomorrow morning in your shul? I didn't realize that there's a, a a a difference, or I should say, a discussion uh, regarding the custom of what Shlichas is said tomorrow in Shul. Yeah, so Here, we, we actually switch, and and that's interesting. You brought it up. You must have been reading my mind because I was thinking of saying I'm going on the fifth day, and now already tomorrow and Friday we're doing something that has not happened in ten years. Although it's not so infrequent, it's just the way the years fell out. We didn't have this, and and I actually was. Well, worried is the wrong word, but concerned that people would forget this if their shul had this minig. Um, and that is the, the, the fifth day of Slichus, which is the last day before Ervim Kippur, has the Gimel Midais. We actually use that set of Slichus and the Elah. And that would be Friday. And that would be Friday. That would be this Friday. That, that would be Friday. Right. According to the regular, if you follow the. Right. The, the regular the Seder. Guy, right. Then it would come out Friday. Now, in the last 10 years, we have said that Slichas the day before Yom Kippur, and it's always been a Monday and a Thursday, just right. the way Yom Kippur fell out, because Yom right. Kippur has been on a Wednesday or Shabbos. Right. So the last 10 years, we've done that. But when Yom Kippur falls out either on a Thursday or like this year, it falls out on a Monday, the day before Yom Kippur is not a, is not a Monday or Thursday. Here, the day before Yom Kippur is Shabbos, which okay, doesn't count because it's Shabbos, so Friday is the day is the Slichas day before Erev Yom Kippur, and we want to say the Gimel Midais on Thursday or mo- Monday or Thursday, which is your main Rachamim, which are days of mercy. That's why we move it from Friday to Thursday this year. Exactly right. So again, it hasn't happened, so it's forgotten about. Not not every shul does this. So I just tell you a very quick shadow. Someone asked me literally a few minutes before the show. He said, um, "Does another shul in town switch?" And I said, no, they don't. They follow, I believe, I believe the minute of Neri Saul is not to switch. Neri Saul Yeshiva. So they'll say Friday. follows the minute of the Yeshiva. Right. So they told me if they don't switch, so um, 
you know, if I, the problem is if you da- if you if you daven by us tomorrow and then Friday by the shul, <laughs> you can end up doing the same twice, right. which you don't want to do. <laughs> right. So I said, okay, why not just daven uh, by us both days? He says, well, he has carpool at seven fifteen <laughs> on Friday. The good old Baltimore, we have carpools. I said, oh, okay, we're well, you may have to leave early. I said, then just go to the other shul both days. But, but anyway, it, it becomes an issue. You know, it, it becomes an issue uh, where you have that, and you know, we also have that. This in general, not only this year. If you go from a five, we're losing you, uh, Rabbi. You there? I'm here. Yeah, oh, do you hear me? Yeah, now we hear you. Good. Uh, what, if what, what if else you go from an Ashkenaz to a Sfarshul, right? You also may end up repeating just in general because Sfar and Ashkenaz have just a different, you know, set of slichas. So some people may have a need to go to a different shul, different time. Right. You have to really, you have to really stick, stick, uh, you know, stick with the with the with the path and. In order to, to make sure you you know you do it kind of shlemus. Very interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> By the way, I, 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 you know what? Maybe I should do this first. Uh, you always give us an introduction. You always give us a. Th- th- there's each year is known. By, by certain guidelines and standards, right? The way we view certain months in terms of them being one or two days Rosh Chodesh, etc. Why don't you give us the overview of what this year 5781 is, and I'll get into some of the specifics I want to ask you about. Sure. Okay. So every year has a, what's called a Kriyas Hashanah, and the Kriyas Hashanah means every year is identified by three letters, and there are 14 options of that Kriyas Hashanah. And uh, the tour, those who want to look it up in detail, the tour in, in Simon Tafkaf Chas and Archaim has a whole chart that deals with these, uh, you know, with this with this issue and what year. And you can identify an entire year by those three letters. This year's three letters are Zion Ches Aleph, and which basically means the Zion means that Rosh Hashanah is Shabbos, which it was Shabbos the first day. Ches means Chaser, which means Cheshvan and Kislev. Both are have only twenty nine days. Those are the two months of the year that could, that can oscillate between twenty nine and thirty days. Right. This year is they're both twenty nine, so the winter's man is actually going to be shorter. <laughs> you know, between 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 Simchas Torah and uh, and, uh, and Pesach right. is is two days shorter. Hanukkah you're going to have you know just one day with Chaydish. Right. And the and the the um, oh. Aleph is means Pesach is on a Sunday. Right. So so Zion Ches Aleph. Means that now this year the Zion Ches Aleph year is a anytime you have an Aleph at the end, it's going to be a unique year as we know, which we'll, we'll talk a little bit about right. on, on Sunday right. and um, Purim on Friday and all right. sorts of uh, interesting types of things happen. It's, it's Rabbanim, I guess uh, you know, have what the darshan about certainly coming coming Pesach time and Purim time, you know, all sorts of things. But but the Zion Ches Aleph it's not the rarest of the years. It is fairly infrequent. It happens once on average. Every 23 years, wow. the last time it actually happened, once in 23 years, on average. And just to give your listeners a, a feeling for, um, you know, uh, how uncommon it, it happened in 76, 77. It happened in 2000, 2001, and it won't happen again until 2047, 2048. Now we're not talking about the Aleph here. Sunday, we've had Sunday Pesach, right? You know, a bunch of times, but the, the whole, the whole snapshot of this year with the Zion Ches Aleph. Um, we have not had again since 2000, 2001. Um, so, again, this type of year, what, what's unique about this year? It has certain things that make it semi-unique. Again, the rarest of the years, by the way, is the is the Hay um, Haitian Aleph, which is 
also has an aleph at the end, and that that's once every about thirty years. In fact, you could go seventy-one years without a Haitian aleph. When what? you were a kid in nineteen seventy-four, we had a Haitian aleph hadn't happened since since nineteen o three. Wow! Right. So so that that's the that's what's the, the granddaddy what, of the of the, the rarest that the, year. Is. What's the shin in Haitian aleph? What's the shin stand for? So that means shalem means oh, that Shvan and Kislev both, both have thirty days. Got it. In that year, but. What's interesting about Zion Chesalov, and, and I want to tell you something really interesting that someone told me from Eretz Yisrael, but some things that relate to Zion Chesalov is this, that no other year has. There's no Shabbos Cholamayid, right? first of all, this year. Number two, which I, I didn't see this anywhere. I didn't see this anywhere, but your listeners will greatly appreciate those who go to work and have to tell their boss, you know, it's the holiday season now, and i got to take off this day and that day. Zion Chesalov has the least number of days that, that you, one has to take off. There's only four of the 13 days. Right. There's it's 13 Yom Tovim Chutzlarts outside of outside of the land of Israel. We have 13 days, and and some years you know you take it off Rashani and Kippur and Pesach. Here, there's only you know the, the, we're on the weekends now. And half of them are half of them are Shavuos, I assume. That's correct. Right. Half, Shavuos. Half of the four Shavuos, one Pesach, one Yom Kippur. That's that's correct, and that's it. That's it. Now. I wanted to, but I didn't prepare this. But what if you get a Yom Kippur on a Columbus Day and a Shavuos on a Memorial Day right. in such a year, and then it's right. going to be even less? But I, my, I don't, my, I don't, I don't have that yet. My my <laughs> so, late well. my late brother used to say because he worked for the state, so he used to say that the Shabbos Sunday setup in September is the best, and the absolute biggest bonus is when Yom Kippur's on Columbus Day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Absolutely. I want to tell you one more thing before you ask your question. Yeah, and this comes from a luach and Eretz Yisrael. This is just fascinating. And and Zion Ches Aleph are the letters 781. Right. right. 781. Right. What's the name of this year? Tavshin Pei Aleph. 5781. Oh. <laughs> 781. The Kviyas Hashanah matches what we call the year, 5781. Right. That that has only happened once exactly that way. We're talking about where, where it's you know literally 781 or a different. Or a different one, base Cheskimel would be two eight three. The only time it ever happened in the history of the calendar since the founding of our calendar, which is called Al Pi um, Al which means by by calculation, which Hillel Hashemi uh, set up in the year forty one nineteen, which is the year three fifty nine of the Common Era. So we're talking about in the past uh, sixteen hundred um, uh, more than that uh, six six sixteen sixteen one thousand six hundred seventy years. It's only happened one other time. It was 498 years ago, in the year 5283. <laughs> it was it was a base Ches Gimel, and that's the only time that the Kriyas Hashanah has matched the number of the year. I love it. I absolutely love it. Rabbi David Heber is with us. Is with us. He's got Rabbi of Kahal Avos Yisrael Tzemach Tzedek down in, in Maryland, and he is the Kashrus Administrator at the Star K. But as I said earlier... He is uh, most prominently calendaric consultant for the Nahum Siegel Network. By the way, some of the stuff, I mean, people released, you know, material about 5781. I mean, I, I this is improper to say in the Aserah made Shuvah Rabbi Heber, but I have to say it. You basically ob- obliterated those whole, I mean, this, the, the material you gave us this morning completely has destroyed <laughs> all all the trivial items that yeah. people have brought up over the last. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, I'm very... Well, good. Meister, those are great, too. Those are great, too. <laughs> the Paul Kajaks were very, 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 very interesting. He touched on you know, a lot of very interesting things. I just said, oh, boy, like, you know, I, at first night at Rosh Hashanah, I always speak about, uh, you know, briefly this, and I say a nice, uh, you know, thought, but I always go through this year, the sixth year, 
of you know we have Shemitah at the end of the year. Right. That's very important to know. Meaning next year, um, and so on. And I said, "Oh boy, someone." Uh, they say, "Yes, I got ice kachat." Now I'm going to get up there and they say, <laughs> you're, we'll, "You're a rav to read this, these these little things that's come out and read them up here for the pulpit." But okay, we, you know, we we do our best. You're much nicer yeah. than I am. I'm very competitive, Rabbi Heber. Yeah. Is there any indication in Zion Ches Aleph that COVID will be leaving us during the year five seven eight one? Are there any hints? that will finally have a more normal year compared to last year, especially, by the way, I wonder if, if the farmers are, 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 are thinking that this is going to be a very difficult year because of certain COVID things. In fact, this is something we're going to discuss next week with our friends from Kedem because they told us how difficult the harvest was because of social distancing and other things that had to be done over the last few weeks. So I'm wondering if they, if they actually have concerns, especially knowing that they're not going to have any work you know, come Tufshin Pay Bays. Yeah, I would guess I don't have any indications. I'm not a Navi. I mean, <laughs> some some have said right. Tavshin pay alvis teishnas paraduma, which Ooh, is a nice, uh, nice thought of kedusha tahara of purification, which the the red heifer, of course, is the is the is the is the symbol of, of purification of, of of the Jewish people. Um, so again, a Navi, I'm not, and I can't like <laughs> say, well, this year this happened and that happened. You mean you can tell us everything um, about five seven eight one, but you can't tell yeah. us when the pandemic's going to end? Come on, Rabbi. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> couple of things that the people brought up. First of all, I thought of this. Oh, I, by the way, you know, okay, let me start with this. It is rare that Parsha's Miketz is not Shabbos Hanukkah. This year, Parsha's Miketz is not Shabbos Hanukkah. How often does it happen? Okay, so that happens anytime you have a Zion Ches at the beginning, and wow. it'll happen in a, in a, in a Shana Pshuta, which is this year, a regular year. It'll also happen in a leap year. Which is a Zion Ches Gimel, which means you have uh, the same thing as this year, but because you got the extra order, that pushes Pesach up to 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 Tuesday, um, and and that actually has its own some interesting things of that year. But Zion Ches Aleph, you know, it's till till order, it's the same in both a non leap year and a leap year. I think it happens about one in ten years right. when Kates comes out, but so, it hasn't happened in twenty years. So the bar we have not had a Zion Ches two thousand under two thousand. So anybody the who, last time we read Aftira. So anybody who was bar mitzvah Shabbos Hanukkah over the last few years and gets up to read Mikates, they're going to automatically give him Aftira, and he's going to say, "Oh my gosh, I don't know, I don't know this Aftira." <laughs> that's right, 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 exactly. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that's, I, I know of a city. Well, there's an interesting talk in a city where somebody. Had this haftira many many years ago, and um, he insists that he gets you know reads haftira every year from his bar mitzvah. So, but his bar mitzvah parsha never comes up. Right. His bar mitzvah haftira comes up you know once every ten years. Right. So this is an issue that Shul had to deal with. Rabbanim have to deal with all sorts of. Uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> we we are we are sympathetic, especially this time, yes. especially now with, with with what's going on. The, the rabbis, yeah. I must say, are really stepping up and analyzing. The situation is very carefully. I mean, I'm hearing from my friends and relatives in Israel that they may not have a minion where they are for Yom Kippur, and you know, oh, rabbi, right. rabbis have to deal with that in a practical way and in a spiritual, you know, inspirational way. Right. Very, yeah, very we're difficult. Pulled, pulled really on all ends, but yeah. it's, we try the best we can, and you know, make proper halachic decisions. You know, with with of course the safety of everyone in mind, based on the information we're provided right. by by the great physicians out there who've who've uh, put put in a lot of hours and. Know, made a lot of decisions. Now you have the only time we ever refer to the secular calendar generally is when it comes to the Saint Talamutter. But I'd like to bring something up. You may find this to be silly, but I don't know. You're the one who brought up the days off that one has to take, you know, for Yuntif. 
Are you aware that not only is a Sarbateves on a Friday, it's on December 25th? And frankly, and frankly, for some people, I know a lot of Jewish people obviously you know, go to their regular work on December 25th, but for some, they may be in an industry where that's completely a day off, so that might be actually a, a benefit to having a Sarbateves on what is a legal holiday in the United States. Yes, I, I. It is on Friday. It's not that often. It, it does happen fairly often, but it's a fascinating, fascinating experience to come to Shul and hear Kriya Satira on um, December twenty fifth. Furthermore, furthermore, there's those that say that the, the, you know in Slichas of the tenth of Teves, we say we're fasting for the eighth, ninth, and tenth of Teves, and and and. Um, it's it's brought in some places. Well, the ninth we don't know why we're fasting, or you know we fast for all three. It's right. rolled into one, right? And and it's, it's some as far as it says, oh, we don't know why we're fasting on the night. Um, I think the Shabur, the Shulchan Aruch, and there's a simon about this, and it mentions it as if, and, and everybody says, what do you mean? We know what happened. Ezra Seifert died on the on the ninth. It's just it's, you know it's written the favors. So some say no other things happened, which relates to you know, the 25th of December. So when it comes out on the 25th of December, it's very interesting that that might be one of the inyanim of the Tainus in and of itself. Interesting. It's rolled into the Tenth of Teves. Interesting. Right, you know, right? 100%. And, by uh, the way, right, by the right. way, I, I hesitate to say this publicly, but I'm going to do it anyway. You, you know that the custom is not to, many have the custom, especially in the Hasidic community, not to study Torah on the 25th or the eve of the 25th, right? You're familiar with that, correct? Yes, correct. Nittel, right. What, correct. Would, what, would the they, what would they say about fasting that day? No, they'll uh, definitely fast. I, I know. I, I know, <laughs> but still, <laughs> it's still, you know. <laughs> I want to tell you something. You, you know, there are Gaboim out there. I already heard this question. Someone asked me this already six months ago. He wrote me a whole little piece, and he says, usually if I start with Tavis, falls on a Friday, and right. it's in the winter, and right. now... People are coming back from work, and, right. and you know, you people try to make minchas late as possible. But on right. kindness, you need extra time. Right. So we we usually have to like go past Shkia. Says, but this year people are off, so now oh. we can roll mincha vasar betevis on a Friday back ten minutes earlier than we normally would. <laughs> I didn't like that one. That's that fantastic. came from a a, uh, a, a I say yakish gabai. By the way, by the way, I would suggest he make mincha one thirty that day. Why not? <laughs> I mean, if he's yeah, already right, right, if he's right, already good, yeah. if he's already saying people are off that day. Yeah. Um, I, I, and by the way. Um, it got me thinking, and it, it, I have to ask you this because I just don't remember. Uh, Tanis Esther, we generally do not say Avino Malkano and Tachanun at Mincha, correct? But, correct. But is that also the same when Tanis Esther is Thursday and Purim is Sunday? Do we also not say Avino? No, we do. No, if we do. Then ah, we would say. Because I'll tell you why I'm asking. Um, and this year, just to clarify, this year Purim is Friday, so it's the day it's the day after Tanis Esther, so there would be no Avino Malkano and Tachanun. I'm saying to myself, with Asarbateves the way it is, and with Rosh Hashanah being on Shabbos, are these the least number of days in five, seven, eight, one that we say Avino Malkana? So maybe I never calculated. I, I maybe once calculated the whole year. I have that somewhere. I don't know off the cuff. <laughs> I had a but you're right. You're not going to. You're not going to say Avino Malkano. Right. It's Erev Shabbos. Correct. And of course, right. and you so, and you wouldn't on Thursday, yeah, Thomas yeah, Esther, and and correct. and you didn't on the first day of Rosh Hashanah. So interesting. Right. Right. But Yom Kippur, you have... Yeah, but Yom Kippur... I would get it up. I think Yom Kippur... Yeah, but Yom Kippur, you say it in the Ela anyways. I don't know if you can count that. Right. But anyway. Right, plus you say it on Friday morning, too. Yeah, so... Right. 
Um, oh, we should also mention, by the way, that we say Vatodienu in Chutzlaretz. I assume it's only in Chutzlaretz five times, right? It wouldn't be five in Israel, I don't think. Right, it's twice in, it's twice in twice Israel. Israel. So we say five that, times So the kids are gonna, the kids are going to get very familiar with the bracha of Hamavdo Ben Kodesh Lakodesh. Correct. It's a beautiful bracha. Yeah. And I got another funny story for you. Yeah. In our shul, we had, <laughs> up, we had the main shul in the social hall and outside Minyanim. Outside were for those that, you know, wanted to... Um, you know, be extra careful. So we right. have three minyan, and we had balitil everywhere. Right. So I actually daven and 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 uh, you know spoke in, in all, you know, all three minyan. Right. Outdoor minyan, I went to once. I figured I'll speak the second night, and then I'll daven my for and that'll be you know I have you know a connection with that minyan. It was a relatively small minyan. Right. So I was going to say over, I was going to say over. Of course, the calendar things. I said the first night both upstairs and downstairs. You know some of these. Important, very important in Yanam that we need to know coming into the year, and then, and then I said that outside. But then I had I was going to say over, like some of the very look I had said upstairs and downstairs. But I looked around and I saw there were a few people that had come outside to the Chavrusa or whatever it was, and the people that had heard me already were were outside, and that's a, a rough nightmare. Where <laughs> oh no, I'm going to say the same Russia. He's going to say, well, you know. I'm learning my Khamrusi, he come out here and spoke and and, and what's going on here? I mean, they would never do that because I'm being very uh you of know, kind of cheek. So I had to think of something on the spot. So I, I saw a very beautiful Marsha and you listen to this listen to in the Gemara in the fifth parak of Brachas. I forgot I think it might be Tafalama Dalad, but it's it's right before a Mishnah and it's the, it's talking about um, you know, Havdullah and Batidienu and in there the Gemara says that Hahu Marganisa Babovel Right, the beautiful tefillah from Bavel, and then it goes through the Tatayenu, which is what we say. Right, you know, we said the last, uh, you know, second Arashana, we'll say it's second Arashukas, right. etc. So the Marsha right there says, why do we want to know that it's a tefillah from Bavel? Why is that important to know? The Marsha says because in Bavel they say it much more often than they do in Eretz Yisrael. Interesting. So the tefillah was the tefillah was written in Chutzlaretz. You know, for chutzla arts primarily, right. and he has a chesed that in most years, right? You say it now every time you say that tzaydienu in chutzla arts, you're going to say it at least once in Eretz Yisrael, based right. on how the calendar works. Like now they said it Rosh Hashanah, and when uh, we have, we'll, we'll say it the last night of Pesach. Everybody says it the first night of Pesach. It's always around within within Pesach the Shavuos. Eretz so always say it at least one time, but we're saying it more often. And, and he has a whole chesed there, but it's a very calendaric uh, marsha. That, that, that addresses this very point that you know we got it five times and they have it twice. So it was written in Eretz Yisrael. But but you just said every time we say it twice it in Israel, Bavel it was written in Bavel. I'm right. Sorry, every time Bavel. we every time we say it twice, they say it once in Israel. That wouldn't be accurate. Yes. Yes. Oh, Here's meaning, the Cheshman, very no, meaning meaning if we say it twice on Pesach, they'll say it once on Pesach. Correct. That, that, and okay, if Pesach got falls it, out got it. on yeah, last it. year. Uh, if the last days are going to be this year, it's Shabbos um, Sunday, right? So we said it once, but right. they said it Shavuos. Right. Also, we also said it Shavuos. So you always always paired up, and this time it's it's uh, we got three times, and they have once. Pesach uh, this year we'll have once, we'll have twice, they'll have once, and this past year we also said Vatayidienu right um, twice, right? We said it uh, on the second night of Pesach, and we said it on Shavuos. So no, 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 I'm wrong. I'm sorry, not this past year. When 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 Pesach and Shabbos Sunday a year ago in um in um you know twenty uh, twenty nineteen uh, we said it once twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen we said it twice Pesach and they said it once 
And and Truth. and and we'll both say it. Lael Haseder this year, correct? That's correct. Right, Lael Haseder. They only have one Seder in Israel. Lael Haseder. We will say it this year. Rabbi Heber is with us talking about the year five seven eight one. Uh, we should mention. I mean, we, we we touched on it, but we should emphasize that because Purim is Friday. By the way, we really get the raw end of the deal. Not only is Purim Friday, it's before we change the clock, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a really tight day that Friday. Correct, correct. But I was thinking, I was never thought of this. But in Israel, of course, they're going to Eretz Yisrael. They're going to land the McGill, of course, on Thursday night and Friday, like everywhere else. Which is actually this year is the only year that you the the, the I'll explain this term in a moment. Shema Yavirena Dalan Amis B'Shus Harabim happens through all three possible times. What does that mean? Oh my gosh! So for Lulav yeah. and McGillah. Correct. I didn't see this anywhere either. Wow. So you have you have the Gemara says that if Rosh Hashanah Shabbos, we don't pull shayfers. Everybody right. we've experienced. Shema Yavirena Dalan Amis B'Shus Harabim. You might maybe someone will carry it, you know, to uh, to learn by uh, an expert. Um, Sukkot, of course, we don't take a Luvanesic the first day, Dalad right. four species, because the Shabbat Yavirena, and then Purim, of course, outside Yerushalayim is never on a Shabbos, your Dalad right. other, never a Shabbos. Tesvav is a Shabbos this year. They cannot lay in the Megillah because we're afraid somebody's going to carry it. In Yerushalayim, in Yerushalayim. In Yerushalayim, in Yerushalayim. Right. And if Yerushalayim will lay in the Megillah like, like everybody else. On, on Friday. Three days of Purim, they lay in the Megillah, Matanaslav Yoinim, on um, on uh, on Friday on Shabbos they uh, Aladisim and on Sunday they Tesuda and give Shlachmana. So it's interesting in Israel they're going to be coming into the Megillah fasting, which is something they never do. We almost right. always do it. They, and you shall I mean and you shall I they're going to be you shall I you shall I because very good point. Come <laughs> fasting. They don't know what that's yeah. like. They don't know what that's <laughs> like. They don't. They never yeah. have the discussion. Should you eat before Megillah or not? <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> which, which of course, is the main conversation in these yeah. parts. By the way, again, we're, we're a little bit luckier this year. I, I don't know how many times it does not happen nearly as often as it used to. But again, Tanis Esther is on the old time, so it'll be a relatively short fast, quote unquote. Uh, which That's is, good. Right. Earlier. Earlier. Yeah. It'll, it'll start earlier and end earlier right. on the clock. But you'll be sleeping for that first hour. Correct. Unless you get up, but um, it ends earlier. And um, yeah, with McGill and daylight savings time is is tough. And for those, um, who, and for those who think, and again, excuse my expression, but I'm trying to be, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to be straightforward. For those who think Pesach's a pain in the neck, wait a second. Now you have <laughs> Erev Pesach on Shabbos, which really causes some interesting situations in terms of getting rid of the chametz and things like that. Absolutely, absolutely, it happened. It hasn't happened in 13 years, kids. Right, who were, uh, and any uh, kid will be born. shocked. Will be any any kid under under twenty almost will be shocked to know that you could actually have erev pesach on Shabbos. Yeah, correct, correct. I have a neighbor actually who's who's um, moved here from Eretz Yisrael. They were here when their when their oldest son was born twelve and a half years ago. He, his, his Shalom Zachar was erev pesach Shabbos. It was a question whether have chumas by that told <laughs> her, and uh, you could you could imagine what the what the balabasta said. No way, potato kugel's so, not you know, good enough. <laughs> yeah, so I told the father, your bar mitzvah is going is to be also like this, right? And they moved from Eretz Yisrael a number of years, and he's my neighbor now, so I can't wait to tell him. <laughs> I remember when you were born. 
we predicted this. Right? My 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 brother Rabbi Yigal, who you know very well, his bris was sure. his bris was erev Pesach, and my mother used to always say that they served two items at the bris: potato kugel and shlivovitz. That was it. There was nothing else available. Wow. <laughs> the I was at a pinyin ben of somebody in St. Louis, very close friend of mine. Uh, a son, and they actually had lox and bagels Ooh. in the morning. It was in the home by the feet of the Ben. <laughs> and uh, I remember coming home, I told my father, all of a sudden, I had lox and bagels. So I said, where? <laughs> like, uh, where? <laughs> lox and bagels. Yeah. Quick, get me, get me over there. <laughs> the heroic balabusters of, yeah, of the world. No question about it. Uh, so Shabbos morning is going to be interesting. It'll be the Shabbos uh, literally before Pesach. It'll be Shabbos Agadol. Officially at Shabbos Agadol, right? Officially. That's yes, Shabbos correct. That's correct. Uh, and 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 that will be a little bit of a craze. That everyone is going to dive in Shachris very early. Everyone's going to have their last chametz, uh, you know, early, early in the morning. Get rid of it, uh, likely by flushing it or by uh, you know uh, by making it hefker somehow, by making it uh, un, uh, without ownership in some way, shape, or form. And I'm sure we'll have much to- a lot of time before that to discuss how Erev Pesach like that is going to work. Anything, by the way, about the Dalit Parshas this year? Did they come out in any... Uh... Oh! Someone, okay, said yes. to, someone said to me... I'm so glad I have these tidbits for you. Someone said to me, there's only one thing they could think of, and of course, a little bit tongue-in-cheek, but they, they meant this in terms of minhagim. Is there's only one thing they could think of that Lakewood and Chabad agree on and that nobody else agrees on. And what is it? That we will never say Avarachim on the Dalit Parshios. But Lakewood and Chabad, except when it's Shabbos Mavarchim, obviously, which it could be, uh, will always say Avarachim on the Dalit Parsha. So I guess uh, Shkalim is usually Shabbos Mavarchim, right? And, Shabbos and Achod, and Achod, So the two middle, if the two middle ones have no, if the two middle ones have no distinctions, I think Parah could also be right, or Zacher could also be whatever it is. But when, whenever they're regular years, they they will say both those communities will say Avarachim on. On those, that's on, correct. On those two of the dollar parishes. That's correct. Truma is one of the things of Zion Ches Aleph. It's the only year that Truma is Zachar. There's usually Truma, usually Tetzaveh right. is Parsha Zachar. Even in some years when in the forms of Friday, you'll have that in the Shei Aleph. But uh, there's no real significance. It just um, comes out interesting. Tetzaveh then comes out, of course, Shushan Purim. Um, and you also have, it's the only time... Um, where you have an entire Haftarah, where there's any time Purim's a Friday. In other words, Truma, only this Zayin Chesalaf has Truma as Zachar. But any time Purim is on a Friday, you're going to have something that you never have anywhere. And that is in Yushalayim, the Haftarah is the same Haftarah two weeks in a row. Because you have Zachar everywhere oh, worldwide, the Haftarah right. from Sefer, Sefer Shmuel, about Agag. And then in Eretz Yisrael, in Yushalayim, they lane, their maftir is Vayava Amalek, something we never do. Right. That becomes the maftir of the parsha instead of reading the regular parsha, maftir. And then the haftira, what's the haftira of Vayava Amalek? It's the story of Agag in Sefer Shmuel. So you read the entire haftira, um, um, you know, two weeks in a row. Now, I use the word entire, this is the gay right now, for, the, for those listeners that want to know why I use the word entire, this time of year, you could have two weeks in a row a little bit of the Haftarah. And that's Shabbat Shuvah, of course, we say Mikhail Kamaycha right. at the end. And then Yaina, at the end of Yaina, most people also right. say Ayyam Kippur, right. say also Mikhail Kamaycha. So if you, have, if you have Yom Kippur on a Shabbos, you say in the Haftarah Mikhail Kamaycha. But that's three psukim. That's three psukim. But the whole Haftarah, you only have in, in, uh, in, in this case of, you know, of Zachar and. Um, 
uh, you know, Zohar, and followed by uh, Shusha Purim. Rabbi Heber, when you were growing yep. up, wasn't the wasn't wasn't the word on the street that Re'eh is the shortest Haftorah? Or am I wrong? The word on the street. So my father of Hashem told me that Kiseitze, right. because then we, the we discovered during my son's Zofrof that it's really Kiseitze. Then I said maybe it's usually, then I said maybe it's usually a double parsha, but then we discovered Kiseitze is never doubled up. So so I don't. Well, well, you do have sometimes you know when you have the whole case for Shchidish uh, uh, comes on a right. Shabbos, right. then you double up by Kiseitze. Right. But if you just have Kiseitze alone, and actually Noyach, most people lane. The whole both, you know, right? Um, no, I mean, no, and, I mean, and, and, no, I mean, double. People, yeah. right. Some are not only to lay one, but there's an asterisk to that. And, and my father had taught me this as a child. You see where my interest comes from. Right. Paul Shalom, who's yard side, yard side actually is uh, is next week on your Gimel Tishrei. Wow. Um, and we'll commemorate the, the, his yard side, and he really. So you, you had know, a very short shiva. Taught me this. Yes, it was only a few hours. The Levi wow. was Erev, Erev Yontif. Wow. And uh, it was very, very short. My father really got me very interested in. He used to wake me up saying, We have a Shalshalos this morning. Right? <laughs> it, was, it was a Yontif. It was a, in my house, Shalshalos was a Yontif. That was how he got woken up. How many times does it happen? Right. How many times are, is there four, a Four times? Four. Vayera, Chaisara, Vayeshev, and Tzav. Wow, three of so, them in Safer Bracious? Three in Bracious. Yeah, three in Bracious at once in Tzav. So I once came up with the calculation. That one second, Kedosh Naftar of Achreimais is only is is a nine pesukim, and I believe Kiseitz is ten. Right, I have it, it is. correctly. It is ten. So, yeah. so I, but my father taught me that the shortest is Kiseitz, and the, the mitzvah to be asked of your father, which means to answer <laughs> if one has a question. Right. What's the answer? So I counted the words, and the words of Kiseitz are actually, I believe, two words shorter. Oh. Than so the answer is my father when he told me it's the shortest of Torah, he meant the words. Dad is always right. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, hundred percent. Very good. Best, indeed, absolutely. Keep it up. Two more, two more quick things. One listener, one listener said, "Strange thing about this year: there's one month in this year five seven eight one whose molad has no chalakim." Yeah, so that happens every eighteen months. Oh, that I believe is cheshvan. Yeah, it's that cheshvan, happens. Right. It's a cheshvan. What happens there is that if you follow, see, the molad gets announced once a month, and this month we didn't announce it at all. Right. So. If you follow the Chalukim trail, you'll see it increases once every one every month. Cheshvan right. is going to be zero. Um, um, uh, uh, Kislev is going to be one. Right. Tavis will be two, etc. And that's because the time between one mile and the next on average is 29 days, 12 hours, 44 minutes, and one Chalik. So that Chalik column keeps getting bumped up. So every 18 months, the Chalukim go to 18 Chalukim, which is equal to a Chalik is three and a third seconds, is equal to a full minute. So now that minute goes to the, the column goes to zero, and they add another minute to the minute column. Now, of course, we must have spoken about this in 2005. Of course. So I assume that's how long I've been on the show. And that is every, <laughs> in 2004, every, every 87 years and four or five months, the Chalakim go back to the top of the hour. Zero minutes and zero Chalakim. Wow. It happened in 2004. It'll happen next. I think it was Cheshvan, 2004, Shabbos Parashas We announced a milad of of um, We announced a milad of no nothing. The milad will be at you know at 2 a.m. whatever, 1 a.m. whatever right. it was. And then 87 years later, in 2092, other other Risha in 2092, it's going to be zero minutes, zero chalakim. 
So for those, uh, I look kids forward. Out there, I look forward. Yeah, I'll, I'll be giving kiddish on Shabbos. With <laughs> <laughs> the Shabbos, make sure. You, yeah, yeah. I should say bleed yeah, there, right? The will I, be I, long I, before I, then. I should say bleed Shabbos. there, right, Rabbi Heber? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> might be a good idea. Um, Absolutely. So, so Avrami Finkelstein, who you know and who is going to be sending you the recording of this conversation, actually after the show, he said that he has a friend who lost his father. And and his father passed away in Australia. The friends in Israel, the father passed away in Australia. So as soon as he heard the news, he started sitting shiva. I assume that's the minute, right? That would Correct. Fit. Yeah, yeah. That's, it's, it's actually machalik whether you wait until they do the kura. But the minute is is um, is to is to start right. If you, if a person is not going to Levaya, then they start immediately. Right. Which so, obviously with Australia, that was so, the case. So he now. says he says that the, the the man, the father, passed away Tuesday. And uh, and the funeral was Friday morning, and the reason the funeral was Friday morning was because it would have been even later. But they don't; they're, you're not allowed to bury somebody in Australia on Sunday. It, there's no burials on Sunday, so they had to run to make sure it was done, you know, before Shabbos because they had waited already a couple of days, whatever the reason was. So Avrami says, and I'm curious what you have to say about this. He says he it, let's assume the funeral would have been Sunday, like you know one might have done here if they had the same type of delay. He says he came very close, meaning his friend, to actually finishing Shiva before his father was buried. Right, all right. That, that could have happened, indeed. And if it happens, indeed, I mean, it, yeah, and if it happens, yeah, it happens. I mean, there's a time shiloh also. I think the meaning is one way, but let's say he heard on Monday, there was this person passed away in Australia on Tuesday. We right. could have show also. Somebody gets to the sort of rather bad news, sad news, and the tragic news that of a loss of a loved one, of a, of a car, of a relative, that they said Shiva for, now they or for a parent, they start Shiva a day earlier. Right. Um, um, and, um, you know, it's a day early, so what's the art site? Does the person go by where, where the person was or when the person heard the news? I believe the, the general meaning is, um, is, to, is to go by the actual time, of the, you know, where the person was. He died on, you know, bays, even though it was Aleph for right. relatives, you right. know, to the west. So if, if, if vice versa. so if what I described happens, it happens, and then and and that's it, right? The, Correct. It's not a. It's I, not a I had a case years ago. I was someone called me up, and he found that his sister had passed away in New York. It was Erev, it was Erev Yontif, Erev Yontif, and his sister was from Eretz I, I don't remember the story. If she had come to the hospital in New York, so I asked him, "Are you going to Levaya?" And he told me no, he's not going to be able to go. It's going to be in Israel. It was like after. You know, Friday they could go to Israel, but after after uh, Yontif, they'll go to Eretz Yisrael. But he, he's not going to go at all, even to New York. So I told him, okay, you should start seeing Shiva. I went to his house, to, you know, Tor Korea, right. and he sat Shiva. People came over, you know, in the Erev Yontif. So he finished Shiva. I, I don't remember this 100% accurate what I'm saying, but it certainly could have been before the relatives in Israel even knew about it. Wow. Because it was Shabbos, and it was when, when, the, when his sister passed away in New yeah. York. Yeah. It was really Yontif and Eretz Yisrael, so yeah. they didn't even know about it. And he was done with Shiva before they knew. Now, I, 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 they may have found out something. I, I don't know exactly the exact story, but certainly something like this could, could you know, could certainly happen. Yeah, the unusual um, part here is that would have been a full Shiva, right? Correct. Right. Yeah, so he yeah. had a, he had a few hours of Shiva, right. and they had, um, you know, they had a long Shiva, which would which would have been after after Yontif. Um, a couple more notes. Just uh, this, we will talk about it maybe later. If I get, next year we have the longest possible slichas uh, at the end of the year because because Rosh Hashanah is on a Tuesday. So at the end of at the end of this year, Tavshe Aleph, we'll have oh. all the slichas, the entire slichas book. So in, because in other words, possible option. In other words, an entire week plus Sunday and Monday. 
An entire week of solutions Correct. plus Sunday Monday before Yantav, before Rosh Hashanah, right? Before Rosh Hashanah, right. right. So that's right at the end of the year. That's at the end of this coming year. And of this the, year, right? We'll have, we'll have that. And that means that, that last day, Slichas, is not, you know, not commonly said. Right. By the way, Purim on a Sunday, Purim on a Friday, and Pesach on a Sunday um, will happen next in four years, 2025. And then not again for 20 years, right? For 20 years, right. So if... if um, Chaparain, you know, as they say. <laughs> or Mishulis, as a Rav, I, I would w- want to leave my Kehila and a certain Achrayas, uh, uh, with, certainly with Matas of Yainim, uh, is a big Achrayas on a Rav. Um, so I, I wouldn't want to leave my Kehila for Purim Mishulis, but could we make a, um, a special Nachum Siegel uh, <laughs> a trip to uh, Israel? Trip to Yerushalayim? Special event to Yerushalayim in 2045. I'm all in Al-Khali Yisrael Toiva. Nah, maybe I'll still be Rav then. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I'll retire, but I'm not sure. We'll, 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 we have a few years to decide. I'm gonna but look- if I'm retired... We we got to make something of it. That's been my dream to be in Eretz Yisrael for Purim Shulish. Well, to be in Yerushalayim. Uh, to be in Yerushalayim. To be Yerushalayim. I keep saying Eretz Yisrael. Yeah, I mean Yerushalayim. Right? Uh, uh, I'm going to find out what the policy is at the uh, congregation of Yisrael Tzemach Tzedek regarding Rabbi Emeritus and whether they could take a vacation. I'll find I'll find <laughs> yeah. out what they have to say, Rabbi Heber, and I'll work yeah. it up for you. By the way, Yom Kippur is Monday. How often is is that? Is, this year is the rarest of Yom Kippur to be on Monday, or the most common? Where does it fall in the four so, days? So again, the rare the, the rarest Yom Kippur would be again like next year. It's a Thursday. That's the rare. Think about it. Thursday you come. That's also for Bachram coming. Uh, I remember taking I, I, when I was in Tal, Chicago. I was like to learn there one year. Um, Yom Kippur was on a um, on a on a uh, on a Thursday, so you know everyone's got to scramble home. I lived in St. Louis, so we took the train right. Friday morning. But if you fly, no one ever likes to fly on Friday. So th- that's the rarest. Thursday's the rarest. Um, so next year is the rarest of, of you know. What's Monday? Is, is Monday the second that's most the common? What's Monday? Monday. Okay, so i got to think for a minute. Well, what would be the most Shana, common? Well, the most common, they're really all bunched up very close. Third, Rosh Hashanah, let's take Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah, Monday, Thursday, or Shabbos are relatively the same frequency. Ah. The, the most frequent of those is going to be Rosh Hashanah on Thursday. Oh, so, so Yom um, Kippur is the most common on Shabbos? Wow. Yes, yes. But, but not, not by much, but it, it does win out um, in the Ches. I think it's about 31% of the time. Right. That's and a then, big... Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, by, a, by, a, by a very, very small amount, you have 20... And I think the 31 is right. Then you have about 28% uh, for both... Um, Rosh Hashanah on a Monday, and Rosh Hashanah on a um, uh, on a uh, Shabbos. I believe Rosh Hashanah on a Shabbos is a hair length longer <laughs> than Rosh Hashanah on a Monday. That has to do with how the milo falls out. It's literally a, 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 a maybe half a percentage point more. So this is the technically Yom Kippur on a Monday is the second most common that, that we have. Are the molads going to be relatively close to uh, Rosh, to the actual Rosh Chodesh day this year? Unlike what we just had. We'll catch up by Chesron, yeah, by, by Chesron and Kislev. After Hanukkah, by Tevis already, it should get back to the, to relatively normal. I didn't check, because we're going to have two chassers, right? and it takes 29 and a half days. And Kiddush so, Lovano will then be then be relatively till the middle of the month, basically. Right, right. I can't say how often I got questions of, oh, how many Kiddush Lovano is already, and only your dollar has yeah. vav, and it's it, it plays 
it plays havoc with people yeah, this, thinking they have a couple extra days and right. then they don't. Well, this year was rough. There was there was a month I think with the eleventh. If I'm not mistaken, I think it was the eleventh of the month that was the deadline for Kiddush Lavon. Yeah, not that early. It's never 12th? that early. Maybe it was the twelfth. Tishabov, it gets tricky with Tishabov and even Jim Kipper now because you know many are night to most are night to wait. Right. Tishabov and Jim Kipper, but then you get you get crunched at the other end where you only you limited you limited in how many possible days you have. Right. So. Ah, Rabbi Heber, amazing, absolutely amazing. Uh, I take this opportunity to wish you a wonderful, happy, sweet, and healthy 5781. And Rabbi Heber, maybe, maybe, maybe very soon, maybe in the next few days, please, God, we will see the elimination of this plague and this pandemic will be over and we'll be able to get back to uh, really enhancing our lives with the with the, with the the way that we remember our shuls being and the way we remember our tefillos being because Things, thank God. Things, thank God. People are able to be inspired. People are able to make it through Yunta. People are able to, you know, ha- have have a, a, a spiritual experience during this uh, month of Tishrei. Uh, but still, you know, you know that it could be a little bit better if it went back to normal, so to speak. Absolutely. So uh, one last point. You also, besides I tell you, the Enu five times, you yeah. say Yak Nahaz five right. times, which is Abdullah. Yank is Abdullah. We say Kaidish So. We'll get to say that five times this year, and therefore, with that statement of Kedusha, instead of the normal, we're saying the words Kedush Kedush, that we should have Kedusha in our midst. Different Kedushas, one Kedusha, another Kedusha, holiness, and, and elevation of our spirituality through this difficult time, and it should bring all of us to to higher levels of Kedusha, holiness and serving, and serving Hashem, and, 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 and being... Um, the kind of Shem Shemayim, wherever we are, whether at work or at home or however we do things. And that's Chos Mashiach should come speedily in our days. Good Yontav HaKutyar. Amen. You and all your listeners. Good Yontav HaKutyar. Thanks so much for joining us. Rabbi David Heber, everybody. The much-anticipated conversation about 5781. He's Rabbi of Kahal Avis Yisrael Tzemach Tzedek down in Maryland. He is the Kashrut Administrator at the Stark A. But most prominently, as I always say, he is calendaric consultant, and boy, he proved himself this morning here at the Nahum Siegel Network.